If you've ever caught a White Sox game at Comiskey Park, you probably never forgot it. But for those who never had the experience of visiting the iconic and rowdy stadium, a new docuseries will take you on a tour. I'm Patrick Smith, in for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. The White Sox' first home was torn down in 1990 and replaced by Cellular Field. It would later become Guaranteed Rate Field. But before that, Comiskey was a bona fide party. Fans would drink like fish. There was a shower in the nosebleeds where spectators could soak themselves, and the White Sox uniforms would change quicker than the seasons. Reset's Sasha Ann Simons talked to someone who recorded this moment in time. Matt Flesh produced and directed the three-part documentary Last Comiskey. So now I'll turn the mic back to Sasha. So production for Last Comiskey, it started back in 2020. Here we are in 2023 with the final installment of the documentary. First off, how do you feel knowing that it's out? Everything is out for the world to see. It's a great feeling. It's been such a long journey getting this together. It, it took three years. We started during COVID. Wow. And it just there was a lot of interviews that had to take place and gathering a lot of old old footage of Comiskey Park. And, you know, at a certain point, it just it seemed like we would never finish. So to have it out there and for being for it to be well received, yeah. it's just it's awesome. So this is a pandemic project. I would call it a pandemic project. Definitely. 2020. Uh, board, that was the year of figuring things out. Right. So <laughs> that's right. My brother and I watched The Last Dance and we loved it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And so we were thinking, you know, what are some other great Chicago sports stories yes. that that we could tell. And we were thinking we would love to see a documentary about that 1990 White Sox season at Comiskey Park. But mm. we were thinking, you know, no one's ever going to make this. So let's make it ourselves. So that's kind of that was the genesis of the project. I see. And when you first started, I mean, were you expecting it to be this big production that would be three years in the making? Definitely not. When we first started, we thought we would just make a few short narrated segments using some old footage. We didn't even think to interview actual players and people from around the park. We just started out with some narrated videos and put them on YouTube. Yeah. And it got a good response from Nancy Faust, longtime organist, and yeah. Ozzy Guillen liked it. So we started to gain some momentum, and it kind of took off from there. That's awesome. So tell us more about the team of people that you worked with on the project. How did you all come together? Yeah, so my brother Mike is my creative, collaborative partner. So him and I were kind of working together on this from the beginning. A uh, few other people who came into the picture, though, that were incredibly helpful. One is Tom Scher, longtime Chicago sportscaster. Nice. And he took a real interest, and he spent a lot of time with us editing and giving us advice on where to cut and where to pull other things in. And then also just we've had the, the sound of the picture was really important to us mm -hmm. because the sound of Comiskey Park, the organ, the crowd, Andy the Clown. Oh, I mean, that's the best part. All of that. So we had a great sound engineer, a guy named Mark Bandy, who did all the sound. And then another uh, gentleman, Pete Janata, did the color. So he took this old Zoom video and this these old 30 to 50-year-old footage of Comiskey Park. Ah. And in my opinion— No wonder. It, the greens are so green. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah thank okay. you. He did, a great, he did a great job Love with that. Love that. Yeah. Have you always been a White Sox fan? Yes. Always been a White Sox fan since I was a kid. I remember going to Comiskey Park with my dad— uh, way back in the day, walking up to the park and just kind of the, the Comiskey Park concourse was sort of this dark cave and just walking out and seeing mm -hmm. the green grass. And I was kind of 
I was taken by it from there, and I've been a, a big Sox fan yeah, ever since. Love that. So let's dig into the documentary a little bit more. First, let's listen to a little bit of the trailer. There's something special about going in. As you walk through the, from the clubhouse down through the through the tunnel into the dugout and the, the water seeping in through the walls, you know, just because it was underground. Playing there was like, oh, my God. See the people around you. When you're playing baseball in a place that you know is special, you didn't take that kind of stuff for granted. People didn't leave the park. They just wanted to stay there and absorb the sights and the smells. Welcome to Comiskey. Check your troubles at the gate. Oh, man. Definitely get the throwback feel, all the music. You feature a number of different characters in the series, like you mentioned. You've got former players, sports journalists, longtime fans. How did you manage putting all that together? Yeah, th- that was that was a lot. In one interview, just kind of led to to another, and led to another. Oh, and you should then, talk to so and so, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it, it all kind of started with Nancy Faust, who became a really good friend, and she told us we have this great. I have this great home video from Comiskey Park, mm-hmm. and she let us take that and digitize it. And then we interviewed her, and then she said, "Hey, interview Tom Share, and also interview Rich King." And while I'm at it, you know, tried to reach out to Dan Evans, who is director of player operations for the Sox back then. And then it snowballed into the players. And so, you know, after all this time, we have almost 40 interviews with players, beer vendors, uh, executives, fans, security guards. Wow. And so just trying to figure out how to piece that together. And, and really what I was going for was not a blow-by-blow recap of the 1990 White Sox season. And there is some of that in there. Mm-hmm. But more what I was going for is, what did it feel like to be at Comiskey Park? What did it feel like to be a beer vendor? What did it feel like to be in the clubhouse? How did it feel to be a fan sitting up by Nancy Faust? I was trying to capture that to bring it back for people who remember it so well, but also for those who never got a chance to go to a game in that classic old ball yard. I think it's, it's, a, you know, it's a way to go back in time and kind yeah. of see what baseball was like. So you feature people like clubhouse manager Chicken Willie, concession vendors walking up and down the stadium. And one very important woman that you've mentioned, who's Nancy Faust. She was behind this familiar tune. She is a a legend in, in White Sox history. It's how many other baseball teams... Does every Sox fan just instantly know the <laughs> yes. organist's name? Everybody knows who she is. She started in 1970, and she invented the walk-up song. She was the first person to start playing music that uh, was kind of appropriate for that player who was coming coming up. And the first person she did it for was Dick Allen, a famous White Sox player mm-hmm. who really kind of saved the team in 1972. The team was going to move, and she played Jesus Christ Superstar when Dick Allen came, and it was a sensation, and people just loved that. And then she continued to do that kind of thing. 1977, she started with the Na Na Hey Hey. But she is just an incredibly uh, loving person to all White Sox fans. Oh, nice. You, you meet her once, and she's your best friend. And Aww. she, you know, she's just super, um, wants to tell stories, wants to reminisce. Uh, just a just a really good person who is so helpful, so helpful on this project, the entire thing from start to finish. That's wonderful. She's just a really great champion for what we did. So let's get back to some more history, Matt. Uh, there was more to the 1990 White Sox than it just being their last season at Comiskey Park uh, before it was demolished in 91, right? Yeah, that's right. So in, in 1990, the, 
the team had some young players who were just first coming out, and like Frank Thomas, that was his rookie year, mm-hmm. Robin Ventura. So there was a lot of reason to be excited, but everybody predicted this team to be last place. Nobody thought that they would make a run for first place. And in the same division, you had the Oakland A's, who at the time had big action figure kind of players like Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire and just these really big players. And the Sox were kind of like this little scrappy team. And what was so fun about that year is everybody was melancholy because it was going to be the last year at the old park. But then all of a sudden, it kind of turned to this extreme excitement about this young team that just out of nowhere was playing so well and playing playing these close, like, one nothing, two to one games, yeah. and every game out there was was just it was just a really exciting season. And some of the games were just incredible. They they won. They were no hit in one game, and they won four to nothing without oh getting a hit. And just just a kind of a crazy year where it, where it almost feels like there was something in the air, like the ghosts of Comiskey Park were saying, <laughs> "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna have a one last good season for this this old ball yard." So why was this a story that you wanted to tell now? Well, the COVID situation definitely, it's always something that I've thought about doing. We just, me and my brother always thought about doing a creative project like a documentary, but, you know, just didn't really have time. And so with COVID, it kind of freed up some extra time, weekends and nights and things like that, uh, to think about that. I also, I love baseball stadiums. And that love for baseball stadiums. I love baseball stadiums, too. There's something about it. And I'm not a huge, admittedly, not a huge baseball fan, but there's something about being out at the ballpark that I love. I might not watch a game on television, but I will go to a game. Yeah, it's a different experience to me. Yeah, that's that's a really good. I, I think a lot of people feel that way. They yeah. might not be the biggest baseball fan, but being at the ballpark, you're out in the it's open air, so much and fun. it just feels great, yeah. right? And the way that Old Comiskey Park was structured, it uh, you know, it was like a theater. So you had the upper decks were all the way around the park. If you look at pictures, even into the outfield, and okay. you don't really see that anymore. And then also similar to like Wrigley Field, I love the old ballparks, Wrigley and, and Fenway Park, but. There weren't a lot of skyboxes, so you had the upper deck right on top of the lower deck. So all the fans were very close to the action. So if you're a player, and Ozzie Guillen talked about this in the documentary, it's like you felt like the fans were part of the team. Mm. It just felt like they were right on top of you. And now a lot of the newer parks, I like the new Sox Park. I go to games. It's a comfortable place to go see a game, but... I think by having all these skybox and pushing the upper deck back so far, it just takes it takes the fans a little bit away, and it's yeah. not the same. So I'd, I'd love to see ballparks get back to that design where, you know, find another, a different place to put the suites, maybe in the outfield walls or something, <laughs> and pull that upper deck down and just kind of bring the fans that a little would closer be cool. to the game. Yeah. What was your favorite part about producing this documentary? I have to say, so I was 15 years old in 1990, so I'm at the height of my baseball fandom. I still think I'm going to be a Major League Baseball player, right? <laughs> I just don't think that like I'm convinced. You can do it, man. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and so all these guys on that team were my heroes. And so to be able to, you know, do StreamYard and Zoom calls, you know, all these virtual calls with Ozzie Guillen, Scotty Fletcher, Lance Johnson, Bobby Thigpen, these were all the people I grew up, like, just in awe of as a kid. So here I am, 47 years old, and I'm like starstruck doing these interviews. So that was just very fun. And then to, and then to see, hey, they're all really nice people. Yeah. Everybody I came into contact with, they were just just really nice and they wanted to talk about it. Yeah, anyone in particular that you, you spoke to for the project that you were just like so excited about? Ozzie Guillen was one for sure. Yeah. I, you know, growing up, I was an infielder. I tried to play just like Ozzie Guillen. And another was Scott Fletcher. I always liked both those guys up the middle. 
I was a middle infielder, so just to hear what it was like to play on that field yeah. and to play in that club. So those are your faves. I would. It's. I can't say it's hard to pick. Um, <laughs> you know, there's some people who I love on that team who aren't around anymore. Ivan Calderon was a left fielder. He passed away in the early 2000s. I would have loved to have spoken with Ivan Calderon. Yeah. So there's just so many guys on that team that I, I really liked. Well, I know you're still riding the wave of Last Comiskey, but any other projects in the works? The, uh, we're just going to take a break. I, I'd love to, uh, you know, my brother and I, we brainstorm it. You know, okay, the last year at Chicago Stadium, that was the year Scotty Pippen played without Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. which was explored a little bit in the last dance, but that might be a fun one because I loved the old Chicago Stadium. And I really liked that team, too, because, again, a team that wasn't expected to be very good, that really made a run at it. And I'm a big Scotty Pippen fan, so it would be yeah. fun to do something like that. But we're not sure. We're going to take a little break and just kind of ride the wave. As You've you got said. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's Matt Flesh, producer and director of The Last Comiskey. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And you can check out the third part of the documentary tonight at 8 p.m. on YouTube. That episode of The Reset Podcast was produced by Micah Yason and edited by Ethan Schwab. I'm Patrick Smith, in for Sasha Ann Simons. For more conversations like this, make sure you're following The Reset Podcast and staying up to date on all the goings-on in and around Chicago. But that's all for Reset today. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Tomorrow.